You're listening to New and Approved on Sin. My name is Liam, and I am here with Haug. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm not too bad. Um, do you mind if I call you Sam, or are you just going to stick with Haug? Where are, we, where are we at with this? Sam's actually good. You could call me Haug as well. That could be, a, you know, could represent my own suburb back home, so that's nice. Oh, yeah? Is that the inspiration for the name? Yeah, it's actually... Um, where I started this project. It's from a suburb in Singapore called Haogang. Ah. So there's this little cheeky thing I do with the band when I play with them. I call it Haug and the Gang, and it basically adds up to what the suburb is called. <laughs> that is, that's yeah, a nice one. That's really good. <laughs> I appreciate that quite a bit. Um, so, okay, Haug then, Sam Haug. <laughs> um, you've, you're, so you're originally from Singapore, for those that didn't catch that, you're a Singaporean artist, but um, you've been spending a lot of your time down here with us in Melbourne. Yeah, I guess when I um, started out this project, what I wanted to do was sort of find like, a, I needed to find a community that made sense for my music and I felt that Melbourne was really a, a place that I really wanted to try and uh, following my gut turned out to be a good thing because like um, sort of well received by the community and like it feels like home away from home right now. Yeah, I can totally understand that having listened to the uh, new project especially it really all works out. So, working in the Melbourne scene, I can totally understand why you did it, because the um, sound really matches really well to the uh, new EP, EP or project, would you say? Uh, I would say EP. It's like a debut EP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what was your uh, process of working on, on this um, EP? Did you work with uh, the band, the previously mentioned band, to kind of put together the instrumentals? Was it all you? Like, how, how did you go about it? When I wrote the songs for this EP, I think some of them, they are like written in 2018 and the rest of them last year. At that point, I was still experimenting with playing with a band. So I haven't sort of like built um, that level of relationship with the guys yet. So most of the songs were written like alone. But I did try to like, you know, give a bit of like... um, a dimension by like having some collaborative efforts on one of the songs. So there's actually one song on the EP that's a full-on collaboration process. Like I've got like a basis from somewhere. He's actually the basis for the band Neon Indian. Yeah. And uh, is that I've wet got, once? Like, sorry. Is that wet yeah, once? Yeah, that's wet once. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And I've got like a saxophone player from Singapore on it, and as well as my guitarist. So. That was a positive experience, and uh, moving forward, I'm pretty sure that um, with the things that I'm going to write, there'll definitely be more like involvement with like the band and even other people as well in future. I think it's an interesting takeaway that Wet Once doesn't really seem to like stand out particularly differently in its sound to the rest of the EP. Like, it all it all seems very cohesive despite the process behind the tracks not necessarily being the same. Oh, that's interesting. I think that's that's a really cool note to make because um, it's also the only song that I uh, recorded vocals in, like, an actual studio. The, the rest were, like, oh, really? recorded at home, yeah. <laughs> at home in Melbourne or at home in Singapore? 
half and half actually. Like some some of the songs, I, I I sort of like did the vocal takes all in Singapore, but some of them were subpar. So I redid them when I was in Melbourne. So yeah. Yeah, sure. I think it's really <laughs> cool also that you just you have such a wide like audience. The way that you've done this now because. We pick you up here in Melbourne, but then you also get listened to in places like Taipei, Bangkok, Jakarta. Yeah. Like, how did you set up that sort of network and just get yourself out there to such a widespread, like, down the side of the earth? <laughs> um, that's, that's, you know, to be honest, like, it's been a pleasant surprise for me as well to be um, listened to in those markets. I think... At the very least, with this release, I wanted to not just focus on Australia. Like, so like when I was physically, or rather, I'm physically in Australia. I'm sort of like, you know, doing the groundwork. But at the same time, I still have like friends back home who are helping me with like the Southeast Asian region. Right. So I don't want to necessarily be a bit too tunnel visioned. I want I wanted to you know just create this piece of um. Um, sort of like this piece of work and see really which which community vibe like you know vibes with it and and interestingly I did not expect Taiwan to do that <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah that's uh, you know I'm gonna keep at it and see how the data turns out because it's really interesting I've not necessarily got onto any you know, playlists per se for the EPs released in Taiwan, but they seem to still be listening to it. So that's nice to know. Weird how the world works, hey? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've also cited a, a couple different inspirations that many of us uh, would know of. The folks like Gorillaz, Jamiroquai, Tame Impala. We all love Tame Impala here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you say that you had some kind of reference point for for the EP like going in? Were you sort of launching off of... Uh, the work of other artists, finding that inspiration from those places, or was it more of an internal thing? Like, where did where did things come out of? I think there are usually two dimensions behind the writing process. It's more of like, so there's two camps. On one hand, you have like the instrumentation inspiration, uh-huh. and on the other hand, there's the lyrical inspiration. Yeah. Um, the lyrical one is typically very, very um, internal. So like. Every song I've written with Hauk, it's sort of like a new chapter in like the daily struggle of my life. <laughs> and that sounds a bit <laughs> pessimistic. But uh, but yeah, so the lyrics from there is honestly like as intimate as it gets. And it's like very personal. So there's no real external influence. However, when it on the other hand, like when it comes to like the instrumentation and like the vibe and sound, I think... Generally, what I tried to do with most or, in fact, all of the tracks on the EP is I wanted to stay close to sort of that, like, 90s uh, trip-hop sound. Yeah. You know, you've got, like, Bottis Hit and um, even, you know, that dark sounds of, like, Massive Tech. Guys like those. Yeah. And um, at the same time, like, the inspirations you mentioned earlier, they are just, like, naturally leaning inspirations of mine so they get sprinkled throughout so it sort of like becomes like a 
you know a hot but uh, you know I, I, a melting <laughs> pot rather yeah yeah sure. and it, yeah so i i sort of use like the trip hop sound as like a basis before i start the tracks and then it just evolves into its own thing a collage a mosaic yeah yeah yeah, yeah you could say that no that's that's awesome man i can really uh i can really pick that up listening to the project especially actually i was gonna remark because having said uh, jamiroquai and then listening to that ep the bass that you the is it you playing the bass on those songs so on every track but wet once that's me on bass yeah the bass is crazy dude <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much man thank you so so oh, much of course of course yeah it just it felt very like i was like yes i understand the influence here <laughs> it's very rooted in something it's good it's good what can we be expecting from you in the future because i believe that you're you're not signed you're you're independent you're doing your own thing yeah uh yeah I, actually i've got like um sort of like label support back in singapore but oh like, okay it's sort of like a indie type thing that we've got going. And um, moving forward, I'd say in, in the near future, I've got a couple of shows lined up in Melbourne. Oh, do tell. Uh, yeah, so next Friday, on next, sorry, next Saturday on the 21st of March, uh-huh. I'll actually be supporting Pool Rooms National Tour. Ah. And uh, yeah, that will be at the Grace Darling Hotel. And for anyone who's interested, I guess, they could look up on my Facebook page for more details. Now that the EP's out as well, we're still in the midst of like um, getting a show together, like an EP release show, and that's pretty exciting as well. Sure. That should be somewhere around late March, maybe early April. And once again, once that's done, I'll probably like post about it on my page as well. Sure. So keep an eye out for how, how, or what are those pages? Where can we find your socials? On Facebook, it's just Hauk, H-O-U-G. And um, on Instagram, it's H-O-U-G official. I don't know why I had to write that before the <laughs> official thing, but I guess it stuck. And yeah, so that's my page. Yeah, well, some sometimes, uh, sometimes handles just aren't available and it's really um, quite a bother. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about it. I think having an official on the end of it's okay. I wouldn't mind that. You know, what's funny about that is like, um, you know, after a couple of years doing this thing with how I'm still like, you know, every time I go on to Instagram, I'm like, hmm, am I official yet? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have the tick? (laughs) I don't, but. uh, (laughs) Oh, that's okay. I don't think many people do. I guess I. I guess I have to be official in my own heart, and I guess that's all that matters. If you believe it, then everyone else will. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh, well, it's been great speaking to you, Haug. I hope, um, Thank you, Liam. I hope everyone has a good little boogie to, <laughs> <laughs> to the EP, the oscillation scene. Actually, as a matter of fact, uh, which two do you think we should spin? We've already spun Boy in the past. Okay, cool. I think um, I would say the touch. Uh, that that song's pretty dancey, and uh, I think it's the most upbeat on the album as well. Sure. Um, and it's also you know really um, disco-y, Jamiroquai type vibe. So <laughs> uh, I think people could enjoy that. So I think the touch is a good one. Yeah, the touch, and uh, we'll throw in wet once because we talked about it a good bit. 
Yes, that would be great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, too easy. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to the listeners at Synth? I guess I'd like to wish everyone a great weekend ahead. <laughs> that's, that's something I have to say. And um, aside from that, you know, if they're ever how, uh, you know, if they're ever up for like new sounds to listen to, I guess they're in the right station, and you know. Um, oh, thank you. And no worries, no worries at all. And uh, look forward to more Hulk stuff, man. Like uh, I'm really excited for the next phase of releases and. I hope everyone enjoys it.